0: Patrick Fandaro here with Franchise Findings Season 2. Together with my brother Jack, we're going to be going through some of the largest franchises as well as up and coming franchises to see if they're a good investment. We look at the franchise cost, the revenue, historical profits, failure rate, and other really important metrics to consider before investing in a franchise. So if you're looking to buy a franchise or think about a startup or an existing business, listen to our podcast, as with little time, you'll be able to evaluate if a franchise is the right entrepreneurial path for you. Hey, you have Patrick Fandaro here, co-founder at Vetted Biz. Today, I'm joined with Paul Lindenberg. Paul has an extensive sales and marketing career, having worked for the last 10 years as the president of Got You Covered. They're growing their franchise year over year. And Paul will talk all about the franchise system, what picked his interest in entering this space, and what plans they have for the future, and what is the ideal franchisee for, for their system. Um, Paul, so curious if you could just give me a, a little intro on your on yourself and how you entered in the window treatment industry, which... A lot of kids like want to be astronauts and firefighters, but <laughs> not run a window treatment franchise, even though you have over hundred locations.
1: That's so funny, Pat. childhood dream. That's so funny, Patrick, and it's good to be with you and, and your audience today. And uh, it's true; it's true. We, we acknowledge uh, right up front with everybody we work with that, that we we know nobody grows up thinking they want to sell custom window treatments. So we we have a little bit of fun with that. And uh, on the other side, whenever someone is becomes interested in us and we get to know them and they get to know us, uh, you know, one of the questions that we find out is is what is their background and and whether it's they've been an engineer or a salesperson or a marketing or a stockbroker or a uh, you know, running a home, whatever it is, we always say, "Oh, that's the perfect background for Gutcha Covered." But because it's really true, you you can be successful with Gutcha Covered regardless of what you've been doing previously. Uh, so, yeah, I joined um, Gutcha Covered, having been in sales and marketing. That's my background and career, uh, my my educational training. Both at at a very at sort of the corporate level, Fortune 50 companies, uh, all the way down to starting my own internet marketing company uh, years and years ago. So, in late 2008, I found uh, Vic, the founder of of Gotcha Covered, and uh, just loved his vision for the company. And he brought me on as the VP of marketing. Uh, Excited to grow the brand. And a couple of years later, he said, Hey, Paul, I'm, I'm want to be done kind of running the company. Would you be interested in doing so? And Hmm. while I had never aspired to do that, I I thought it was an interesting challenge and uh, took it on and have just been enjoyed the heck out of of my time with Gotcha Covered other than uh, going through the great recession of 2008, which was a big challenge for us and and virtually every, every business on the planet, or at least in this country. Every
0: 10 years or something. (laughs) <laughs> you know, great oh my gosh that's right Patrick COVID. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure me and you and so many others when when the COVID thing started to shut down the world I know in my mind I was thinking oh not again I, I thought I'd never have to do that again <laughs> and, it, and it turned out to be a, a real blessing in disguise there was a lot of silver lining and all that at least for us and, and I'm, I'm sure it's
0: been tough like navigating this like across franchisees because my life here in Miami Beach has been kind of back to normal since september 2020
1: yeah and you
0: compare that to maybe one of your franchisees operate in like california or some other state that's a little more restrictive like that must be tough to kind of navigate with a hundred yeah
1: it is it's you know we've what we saw, and I think a lot of people know this already, was people now, they're at home, right? When things shut down, they they started looking at their Winnie the Pooh sheets on the window and said, all right, it's maybe time to, to upgrade my window treatments. And they had spare money from their vacations. They suddenly weren't weren't taking. Yeah. And, and that and nice
0: government to... stimulus check.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I know a lot of that went to their their alcohol budget, but a, <laughs> a lot of it did go to their window treatment budget. And so our owners have, have really, you know after a little bit of a dip in March and April, boy, we've we've had record performance uh, since then and it has not stopped. And it's, it's thrilling for us. It's, it's, you know, it's a little bit interesting to take advantage of, of such a bad experience, um, but you know, whatever it is, what it is, it was the the cards that were dealt with us and when we played them and, and we've, you know, born the fruits of, of all that hard work and, and all that. So. And so what, can you tell us a little bit about this segment? Like who, who
0: does got gotcha you covered against? Is it mom and pops or their big retail chains that have service departments that help with this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fragmented industry. And and your question strikes to the core of what we're doing and and the opportunity we think, because for anybody listening to the podcast, if they think to themselves, um, Hey, where would I go to find window treatments? Um, The answers are going to be all over the place. And a lot of those people are going to say I, I really don't know because it's just not something that you do very often, right? It's like, I don't know, buying a snowblower or just that, you know, anything uh, that you, if you haven't done it, you don't know where to go and, and what people kind of find early in the process is there's a lot of options sure. and it can be overwhelming. So our role in all of this is just to be there and help guide the consumer, the homeowner to find the treatments that are right for them. And, and, A lot. One of the things we hear from our franchise owners who learn about Gotcha Covered and then join the system, having been told many times, "Hey, "Hey, hey, guys, it's it's more than just blinds," and they say, "Yeah, I know it is." Um, But it's not until they join and then they start the training and they say, "Okay, now we understand what you were talking about. There really is a lot here. And so we want to bring that to our consumers where we just want to let them know, hey, you don't have to get blinds. You can if you want to. But there's so many options and so many ways to beautify your home and provide privacy and light control, beautify, connect with your home, automation platforms, Google and Alexa. A lot of stuff happening in our industry that's pretty exciting.
0: That's cool. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Franchise Brokers Association, also known as FBA. They provide custom guidance for franchise buyers in the US. FBA has over 100 certified franchise specialists as part of their network, currently working with 350 plus franchise brands. Click the link in the description section to learn how they can help you find the right franchise. FBA has over 15 years of experience They've placed 2,000-plus franchisees across the United States. They take a very personalized approach to selecting and analyzing the best franchise for you. Their approach is also backed by the data that we have at Vetted Biz. So if you're interested in buying or at least exploring a franchise, start your franchise search today with FBA. And again, you can click on the link in the description section for more info. You know, I imagine you, before you entered in, to the window treatment industry didn't have years of experience. Um, what, like, do you need certifications to, to be in this space? Like, is there, are there agencies on a state level that regulate it? How, no, how does that
1: work? yeah, no, it, it's, uh, in fact, we, we prefer people that don't have experience in our industry. And and some of the, the two preconceptions for, for our industry is, number one, you either have to be a designer or you should be a designer, um, and that's just not true. Most of the people, most of our top performers approach this as a business. This is a, not primarily a way to tickle your brain. Sure, and, sure. and, you know, designers have different ways of thinking that it's great if that's an interest and, in, but if it's the primary thing, that's probably getting in the way, right? It, it really does. Yeah. Good point, Patrick. It really does. Um, and then on the other end, people think, Oh, I need to be able to swing a hammer or use a drill to install. And, and that's not true either. you, Again, it's a skill you can bring and you can do installation if you want to, but really our market, our, our owners are out there working with referral partners and homeowners and businesses to on, on their window treatment needs. So we, we hire typically third-party window treatment installers there's an entire industry that nobody knows about unless you're in kind of mm-hmm. what we're doing but there's uh, hundreds and thousands of, of window treatment installers that are third-party companies that dealers like gotcha recovered and others hire to install window treatments for us as as needed
0: and in terms of your franchisees, is it, is it a job that you're, it's basically a full-time endeavor that you're, they're there Monday through yeah. Friday or is this something that you can do part-time as it got you covered? Yeah, franchisee?
1: We used to do that, Patrick. And then we just found that, that it, it, it didn't really work and it wasn't fair to the, sure. the franchise owner to, to come in and have that expectation because it really doesn't work. This is a full-time opportunity, but, but what we love about it and what our franchise owners love about it is it's not retail, it is home-based. And so, although you can grow into a retail storefront, that is an option for us, but really our owners love the flexibility because they can, and in fact, I was I was meeting with some of our owners yesterday who are in town for advanced training, and they were just kind of sharing their experiences with us. And number one, they do not miss the corporate world. That that comes across loud and clear. And and while they're busy, like they're, this, you have to work hard, right? You you get out what you put in, in in any endeavor in life, and that's true. It got you covered. But so they were saying, yeah, we work long hours, but you know what? I can take a break. I I can take my kid to school. I can pick them up from school. I can spend an hour with them. I can go to yeah, a, go watch I can a hockey play. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever. So again, you're working hard, but it's it's a more integrated lifestyle rather than you go to work and you work long and then you come back. Like it's so we, we just and love what it. what I
0: like about your industry is it's it's overlooked and then it's not yeah. something that's yeah. super sexy where it's like fitness or, or healthy yeah. food, yeah. where it's great for someone to be passionate about that, but if everyone's passionate about it and everyone wants to do that, the margins are going to be brought down.
1: That's right, that's right. and and that's funny, you, you mentioned that word sexy because that's a term we use in franchising, you know, and i I've just accepted in my life, Patrick, I'm just not a sexy guy. I'm, I'm yeah. just not I'm good with that. Got your cover. It's not sexy, but but we are the girl next door, right? so i'll I'll take that mantle on so, <laughs> We're not the sexy, shiny thing, but we are the dependable, the authentic, the friendly, the reliable. Um, so we're not a flash in a pan. We're here. We're always going to be here. And, um, you know, we're, we're just so anyhow, that's that's our and compared to
0: like big fitness franchises, like uh, Orange Theory is over a million food franchises, McDonald's, Burger King, way over a million to open up a got you covered. It's not that expensive, right?
1: No, no, it's, it's under a hundred thousand dollars and that's, that's everything. That's the franchise fee. Our franchise fee is includes everything. And then there's, there's a marketing investment we want our owners to make, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot, lot less than that.
0: And like a restaurant, especially here in Miami, by the time you get the permits and everything and the build out, it's going to take from the time you have that money parked to the time you're opening year, year and a half for you got, you got you covered franchisee how long is it taking them to open from the time they they sign the franchise agreement
1: yeah once they sign uh we have them into training the very next month we train every single month and then from there there's a, a few week onboarding and training but we have some of runners come to training with appointments already scheduled hmm. because they've they've gotten the word out a little bit they've told maybe their friends family and Again, nobody knows where to go to find window treatments. So when when a new owner says, "Hey, everyone, I'm doing this," they often get, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad to hear that because I was I've been looking for window treatments. I had no idea what to do, but now that you're going to be in this business, I'm going to wait for you to go to training, come back, and and you know you're going to you're going <laughs> to provide window treatments for the me. Guinea
0: pigs. There's a, a line. Of guinea quickly. pigs ready.
1: Yeah, and I was just so again, I was I was talking to some of our new owners in advanced training. So they've been with us four or five, six months, something like okay. that. Okay, and, and, and then uh, they come of, back
0: in for another. They training. come back in, yeah,
1: cool. yeah. So we want them to go through that initial, like, okay, we have given you the the classroom knowledge, you've kicked around in the world a little bit, but let's bring you back and let's. Yeah, talk you about probably forgot topic.
0: quite a lot of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's relevant? What works? What doesn't work? Let's fine tune that. Push you through the learning curve. And a couple of them have already said, "Hey, I want to." I see the opportunity here. I'm already doing really well and and I'm already paying myself like a few months in. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen all yeah, the time. That's but a it great thing
0: happen. with a franchise, especially in the service sector. Like my brother and I have, I started a couple of businesses. One of them it took, yeah, just a couple of months to to break even. Yeah. But another one over two years. And it's yeah, like yeah. you don't know. Right. You don't know how long it's gonna take. And it can be yeah. a huge success, but you don't yeah. have another hundred people that have done kind of the same business model to know right. that, okay, the ramp up periods this few months, you tend to break even this, this, at this period, you talk to another five, 10 franchisees. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of what worked for them.
1: Yeah. And, and for, for, for people listening, if, if you're ever interested in gotcha covered and, and you know, Patrick, part of, part of uh, a really important part of the process is, is talking to active franchise owners. Yeah. And, and if you do that with gotcha cover I think you'll hear some really good things and and you got to hear it from them like we'll tell you we're, we're open we're honest uh we're authentic here's here's what it is here's the limits of what we can tell you here are things we can't tell you but but really you have to talk to franchise owners and gotcha covered Cover. we just have a really special culture we think and, and our owners are, are again just really open and because they've, they've been on the outside looking in sure. and, and so it's this kind of pay it forward approach we have in our cool. in our system.
0: And yeah. could you talk a little bit about kind of maybe if it's got you covered financials or just the industry as a whole, kind of what, what that looks like?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can, because we're home-based um, our, 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 the financial model is, is very clean. Um, mm-hmm. We don't carry inventory. So all the products we o- we order are custom from our vendor partners. Okay. So we get volume pricing with a lot of vendor partners. The products are shipped directly to our owners or the installer um, and they they collect a deposit upfront, and so that covers the cost of their order. So there's no accounts rece- uh, receivable. There's no bad debts. Um, so so it's really a margin driven business, and the margins are are healthy. I'll say that. Uh, but it's it's negotiable. It, uh, uh, an owner early in will have a lower margin. But even again, I'll go back to this class because I was just there yesterday. Our owners are already. Uh, getting margins that that are were surprising to me to hear because we usually hear that after someone's been in business for a year or two years hmm. but hmm. but it seems like we can really or at least many of our owners can get very healthy margins and be and very profitable do you think that's
0: like a mix of like gotcha covered and proven and then also just like people spend more time at home and the yeah got in some for nice
1: sure ones? yeah i think it's great point too patrick we're, the pie is, is expanded, right? It's a bigger pie, but also we have a bigger piece of that expanding pie is kind of how I look at it.
0: And then how do you divide and conquer with the franchisees? Like what, what are you and your team at the franchise or level doing? And then, what are the franchisees doing to, to execute? So everyone wins. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that got we could talk for a long time about that. <laughs> but but really, we're we're a marketing company that just happens to sell window treatments. That's that's yeah. I, I, it's my background. It's the way my brain works. It's the, kind of infused in our company. And I wish it could be very simple marketing. Like when I got into this, Google was the thing. And if you got on the homepage of Google, that was like winning the lottery. That's all you had to do. It's a lot of years ago, but fast forward, um, now it's it's segmented, it's very complex. Uh, digital marketing itself, Facebook itself, are very, are yeah. their it's own marketing. It's gotten so pricey
0: thing. too. If you're not following it, you can just it yeah. through cash.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so on that note, we have a, a sophisticated marketing, a robust kind of suite of marketing programs. We run at the corporate level. Then our franchise owners have some responsibility there too. But really it that's that their role is to get out into the world, their community, and kind of be the the co brand and the face of gotcha okay. covered locally. So
0: on the sales and marketing side, their focus on referrals, the community, and then your focus yeah. more on the lead generation
1: exactly lead generation cool. and, and we're started to do some branding now that we're uh, approaching that that in place in in the growth of our brand where we're starting to do some just overall general awareness on a nation, national basis
0: okay yeah and what's like the day-to-day operations like like what what's a franchisee doing say after the business is stabilized they they're breaking they they're past breaking even they're, they're taking yeah. a salary and or profit. Like what's their, what's their business look like? Yeah.
1: They're really, most of their time is, is being in front of homeowners. It's, it's consulting with them on their window treatment needs. It's creating proposals. It's the mechanics of placing orders, having products shipped, following up on that there. We are still right now. So this is November two, 2021. There's still some supply chain issues, um, that w- we're working through, and yeah. you know, this is again a world, a global problem. Um, so, so right now, there's a little bit more time managing that, but okay. once that normalizes, it'll you know decrease in terms of their time spent on it. And, and then it's just you know, w- when they can, it's it's marketing, it's it's going out and being in the community, attending leads group, going to chamber. Chamber of Commerce events, doing home shows, um, but it, it's it's a really a, a get out into the world kind of business. It's not a sit at home, even though it's home based. Get out, meet meet people, right? So that's why people who have been a homemaker or or a software engineer, it doesn't matter what you've done, as long as you like uh, connecting with people and that energizes you, and you're good at it, and and you can connect yourself socially. Those are the key ingredients to being. What's
0: like the range? Because like what I've seen with um during the pandemic the ticket that someone is willing to commit to up front without an in-person meeting has gone up but it hasn't Mm -hmm. gone up in the like a a crazy amount there you still have to meet with people for for bigger tickets what's like the average job that 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 got a got you covered franchisee is going to be providing to uh to house yeah Uh yeah
1: Across the system, it's uh, about three thirty five hundred dollars. Thirty five hundred, okay. Yeah, yeah, and so so that includes. Hey, uh, my my bath. I need a shade, one shade in my bathroom, or I just bought a new house. I don't have anything in any of the windows, and, and then you know, some, some luxury homes. I mean, you, you can go nuts with this stuff. Uh, 50,000, 75,000, a hundred thousand dollars, believe it or not uh, wow. in, in larger homes that people that are obviously have that kind of money.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, wow. That's, that's nice. Um, well, not you
1: and me, Patrick, but <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That'd be nice to have a hundred just set, set up for uh, window window. How about that? Right.
1: Different reality. <laughs> it does. Um... It does happen. Yeah.
0: And what what regions are you you targeting in the U.S. for expanding got you covered?
1: Yeah, we've we've really in the last couple of years, it's it's been Texas and Florida, just growing states right where you are um,
0: following the demographic trends.
1: It it really is. We are not sold out anywhere. We're both in the U.S. and Canada and and we're growing in both countries. So yeah, we have about 135 locations again November 2021. We added about 30 this year. We expect wow, to 40 yeah, 40 or 50 next year. So we're re- really on a nice growth trend, but but we're growing responsibly. That's another important thing. We're we're highly um you know, we want people who are highly qualified, and we want to make sure they're going to be successful and and a good cultural fit. that got you covered. So we're selective about who we invite to That's join. Smart,
0: yeah. That's we've your, studied yeah. franchise systems that have gone from like zero to hundred, zero to two hundred in a couple of years, just to crash and yeah. They were hungry after the franchise fee rather than the royalty yeah. generally, and kind of growing together with the franchisees, making sure that they they sell more and, and having the, you know, a nice symbiotic relationship between the franchisee franchisee that's more long-term.
1: Absolutely. Spot on.
0: And there's some franchise systems that like, I just studied one the other day. They give a territory and it's like for 15,000 people. Do you, how does your territory, how does the exclusivity work? Or if there's an exclusivity, if someone wants to open up in Miami, like how, how does that work?
1: Yeah, we, we have an interesting concept that's not very common in franchising because most franchise systems have distinct territories where I own zip codes or postal sure. codes and I, I can't do business outside of that. Yeah, but yeah. because our business is so based on referrals, yeah, what, yeah. what we basically say is you can't market outside your territory. Okay, But if my mom or my buddy Patrick lives in someone else's territory, they want to do business with me, they can and I can do yeah, so. Fair. Right, right. It, it's a very common sense. It reflects how the business actually works. Yes. So so we love the it. The
0: lowest customer acquisition is going to be the referrals. So yes,
1: you uh, exactly. You don't want
0: to, you want to have those easy wins for the franchise. Yeah,
1: owner. right. I, imagine your mom lives, you know, five miles away, at, like in someone else's territories. Yeah. You, you can't do business with her. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense in, in that respect. So yeah, we, we love it. Our franchise owner, it's really important to them too. It, it, it's a little bit more work on corporate. I'll, I'll be honest with you, because it would be just really nice to just say no, 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 but we think it's worth the extra effort it takes for us to kind of manage these things, uh, because again, it really is in the benefit of the franchise owner.
0: And then, how do you ensure like a territory that is it doesn't have too many gotcha covers and that there's enough leads to kind of go around to the yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so they do acquire a territory with specific zip codes. So they can market all day long with, within that Great, and okay. they can get referrals. So we call it an area of primary responsibility. You don't have to remember that, but, but that's the concept. <laughs> so they have a protected area, but they can do business anywhere up, upon a referral. And then just concluding our discussion, like sales,
0: marketing, tech background, I'm sure there's some data and key metrics that you're following daily or yeah. weekly. Uh, could you shed some, some light on those, those KPIs or, or, or data? Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. Well, well, the, there, there's one number, Patrick, that I think reflects everything else. I, I think it is the most important KPI I've got to recover because it, it's a proxy for, ev- for everything else. Yes. And if you, if you think about like one number that any company could have um, to, to describe how everything else is working, how great would that be? So for us, it's, it's our online reputation. It's the way our clients think about us. And I got saw that covered, online.
0: It's wild. It's like, what, 4.9 average? Yeah,
1: 4.9 out of five stars. <laughs> and if, if you have a minute, I'll, I'll kind of tell you the story about that. Yeah, no, please um, do. Okay, so, so five, five or six years ago, we hired a company to go out and, and determine what our reputation was across all of our franchises. So the, when they reported back, and told me, right, that it was a 4.9. I mean, my floor, my the draw, my my jaw dropped to the floor. I was just not expecting it because I, I I knew that we're like we're a really good company with yeah. great people, but but that was outrageous and just not expected. So I, I of course shared that with our franchise owners and we we were all very proud about it. Yes. Um, but we didn't do anything with it because I thought to myself, well, I don't want to go tell the world that we have this amazing reputation because there's only one way it can go, it can only go yeah. down. Right. So, so we didn't really do much other than, you know, talk about it internally, but last year we, we started building a new website. We some updated our branding and everything. And we, we still have this 4.9 reputation. And so I got, and maybe I'm a dummy for waiting so long, but I finally realized, Hey, that's not a fluke. This is just who we are. Yes. And so now we have started to include this in, in all of our messaging to, to the world, because we want everybody to know, how great our clients think about us. And, and we're really proud because we think it speaks to the caliber of our franchise owner, the training and the support we've given them. And those other things you mentioned, the marketing technology that all of those things have to work to be able to maintain that reputation. So that's, that's my most important metric. There are others. I can't
0: imagine how many reviews are reflected in that. Thousand, thousand,
1: thousand, thousands, thousands of reviews. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 um, it's something you know we don't operate from ego at Gotcha Covered at all, but it's we're we're pretty proud of that. It's a good
0: benchmark, to. and yeah, you can track it daily, weekly, see the comments come yeah. in, what star rating you're getting. Exactly, love exactly. it. Yeah, for vetted yeah. biz, we we thought about a way to um, to basically get that average number for the eighteen hundred plus franchises that we have, and I'm sure there is a oh. way looking at like consolidating with Google. Yelp and a few of the other providers. But I do think that's an amazing metric to follow. And I mean, most franchises that we review, it's like 3.4, 3.6. So the fact that you guys are 4.9, obviously doing a lot of stuff, right?
1: Yeah, we're, we're not aware of any other company franchise or that, that's our size that has yeah. that. And, and we'd, we'd love to learn if there are other ones because, I mean, we, we'd love to share that with somebody else. And so if you ever hear about anybody, let us know. But yeah, I know yeah. one
0: that's like 4.7, but not 4.9. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, Paul, thanks so much for joining
0: today. I'll leave uh, in the description section uh, a link so you can get more information on Got You Covered. Um, appreciate everyone that, uh, is listening or watching this episode and, and subscribe to our channel at, at vetted Advis.
1: Patrick, it's been a pleasure to, I, I feel like you, I could just talk with you for hours, um, uh, but, but, uh, thanks to you for having me and, and, uh, thanks to your audience for listening and, and everybody. Good luck in finding the, the path that's right for you.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you found today's learnings helpful for your entrepreneurial endeavors, I encourage you to follow us on our Vetted Biz YouTube channel. Also, our podcast episodes are available on every major podcast network. This includes Spotify, Google, and Apple. For Apple podcasts, you can actually leave us up to a five-star rating and also give comments to see what type of feedback you'd like to see for future episodes. If you prefer, email me at patrick at vettedbiz.com with any questions, feedback, or suggested topics for future podcast episodes. Thanks again for listening today.